and welcome back to Two Reds, One Devil, where me, a United fan, speaks to two Liverpool fans, Jake. You're right. And Ryan. Hello. And uh, I think it's been a bit of a bit of a roller coaster of emotions since we've last been on. I think there's been some ups and some downs. There were times where I was I was looking forward to doing the podcast, and some times where I've I've not been looking forward to doing it. So, but we've got we've got plenty to talk about as usual. Um, I mean, football's been the only thing that's really been happening in our lives at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Um, not a lot else. Yeah, I mean, obviously, been a bit of. Return to Champions League action for you last night, which is a, a welcome return. But um, we'll get on all, to that. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is the the Champions Leagues are like hail mary this season. So you know, I thought you might say that. Number <laughs> seven's coming home, boys. Number seven's coming home. Um, anyway, we as we normally do, we'll start with the quiz. And Rain, you've got something for us, or have you not? I have indeed. I have indeed. Well, I, I had to get my notes out. I haven't got. <laughs> I haven't Go got this one jotted down. It's on my phone this time. You're building the tension up already, yeah. <laughs> what are the stands for? What's the of the scores and the doors? Yeah. Uh, it is... Augie, you're on two. Jake, you're on one. Okay, so... Chance are are you on three, Ryan? You what? <laughs> are you on three? Uh, I am, yeah. I'm okay. on four, sorry. I'm on oh, four. So I need to, I need to bridge the gap. Okay. So where we get straight into contention as well. Yeah, I think I think we should. Right. First round is one you will be familiar with. It is guess for club. Mm. Or which club am I? Okay. So for three points. Past players include Ivan Ra- you have to buzz in, sorry, I should have mentioned. Okay. Uh past players include Ivan Rakitic, Christian Fuchs, and Timu Puki. Boom. Oh, Buzz. Yep. Uh, Schalke. There we go. Three points. Do you know? Would you have got it, Augie? Um, I, to be honest, I didn't even hear the, all the names. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> it's a slow start. <laughs> I was looking at the um, running order of what we were going to talk about. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what a respect for you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need, you need the second one for three points. Wait, so Past players include. Three points then? Yeah, you're on three points. Oh, Past players include Steed Malbronk, Merlin Pjanic, and Kim Karlstrom. Oh, boom. Leon. Yeah. Nice. Back in Leon. the game. Good shout. <laughs> it's going to be a short and sweet round. <laughs> right, and the final club. Past players include Willie Caballero, Salomon Rondon, and Ruud van Nistelrooy. Boom. Malaga. Oh, I like them. I made, I made it too easy. I made it too easy. I thought you would slip up with a Malgo on, but there we go. Veterans off for quiz and sport. <laughs> I wish I had that first one now. Right, so we've got we've got a new round for the second round. Something Ooh. we haven't done before. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you ten players each, and you have to tell me for which club we scored the most goals. Oof. Okay. That's but also, fair country is included. So, if a player was Stephen Jared, you could say Liverpool, LA Galaxy, or England. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. okay. Right. So, the scores at six, three, and one, one. Oh. Jake, you're losing, so I'll give you set A or set B. Um, I've heard good things about set B. 
So I've heard good that. things about Zappi. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right, Zappi it is. I right. Each our you're going to get the chance to steal as well if you ever player gets okay. it wrong. Okay, I'll try patent. So there's twenty points on offer. Whew. Right. So, and there's no real time limit, but don't take for piss with your answers. Yeah, okay, okay, right. Set one. So your first player is Mario oh, Balotelli. Uh, I thought I was set B. Oh, set B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you confused me already. Yeah. Um. So sorry, Mario Balotelli. Yeah. Ooh. I'm gonna say um, Man City. Nope. Ooh. Ooh. I was torn between two, to be fair, but... Inter. These are both wrong. No way. Is it's it nice. nice. Yeah. Oh, I forgot oh, you were good there. Yeah, he bored for a season, but I thought he might have just scored more at City, maybe. How close so was it? it? I, I don't know. I, I should say, disclaimer as well, the research is from Wikipedia. Ooh. So it's oh, probably... Wow. It's, normally Wikipedia's league goals, I think. Yeah, so yeah, let's say league goals then. Okay. Just to be sure. But, uh, okay, second player. isn't listening to this podcast. He's <laughs> right now. Uh, second player is Joey Barton. Fucking hell. Um... We're going to have to speed this up a bit. Maybe I should have had a uh, Okay, okay uh, I'm going to say Man City again because that's the place I remember playing the most football for. Yeah, you got it right. One point. Number three, David Fia. Ooh, Valencia. Yeah. Number four, Miroslav Klose. Um, Germany. <laughs> yeah, he's got a bag on. Oh, show. Number five, Johnny Evans. Ooh, um, is it Leicester? It's not. Ooh. Ollie? Um... West Brom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember him scoring many for United. <laughs> Number six, Ibra. Ibrahimovic. Um, PSG. Yeah. Number seven, Falcao. Ooh. Oh, is it... Um, oh, I'm torn between two. Yeah. I feel like if I say... like Whichever yeah. one I say, if it's wrong, you're going to get it. I'm going to yeah. go for Porto. You went for who, sorry? Porto. Nope. Oh, Monaco. Yeah. Oh, it was. It's a 50 50. Was it not Athletic Madrid? <laughs> nah. I thought he scored a bad load for them as well, to be fair. Not that enough, I would say. Fuck. Okay. Number eight, Julian Lescott. God. Uh, Everton. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, it's Everton. Didn't he score like 16, 17 goals in a season or something once? Yeah, it might not have been that high, but he had like a really good goal scoring season. One, two. seventeen goals and big Julian Lescott. I, I think I'm over exaggerating. I'm sure he scored a bag load. You got golden boot once, didn't you? <laughs> no, I was talking all about <laughs> number nine, Richard Dunn. Um, uh, Ireland. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> He's going back on again. And finally, Scott Parker. Um, West Ham. <laughs> it's a very good ride from Jake. Ooh. How many did I steal? You know, I'm Googling this last thing. Because I... Hold on. 
What were the scores, sorry? Silver's scores are 10-5. Oh, okay. Hmm. So that. you need six to take for Lee Doggy. So you ready for your Wait, set Wait, how is it 10-5? Uh, how is it 10-5? I, I, want, I want two rounds in the first round. <laughs> I'm sorry, my head's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you okay today, mate? <laughs> Just have a rethink of that. It's 10 8. 10 8, that makes more sense. Sorry, I mean, it wasn't. It was nowhere near as hard as I said, but 10 goals in all competitions for Jolie and Les got a bit mad, you know. Yeah, I'll give you that. that that's, that's, it's a, yeah, it's think, also a lot less than 17. <laughs> it is. I, was, I said as soon as I said that I'm over exaggerating. <laughs> right, okay. Your set of questions. Number one, Romelu Lukaku. Ooh, um, United. No. No way. Um, Everton. Yeah. Brazilian Ronaldo. Oh, that is a tricky one. Um, Inter. No. <sighs> is it Brazil? It's not. It's Real Madrid. Okay. Number three, Alvaro Morata. <laughs> um, Atletico. Yeah. Two spells there, I think. Number four, Peter Crouch. <sighs> Tottenham. No. <sighs> um. Was it Liverpool? No, it was Stoke. It was Pot. Oh, was it? Oh, shit. What? Really? <laughs> I think I have seen that before, yeah. <laughs> Oh, to be honest, I was between us and Portsmouth. God. Number five, James Milner. No. Um, Liverpool? Yeah. Some penalties. <laughs> Number six, Nigel Rio Coker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's out there. Uh, Netherlands. What? Rio <laughs> <laughs> Coker, I'll freaking Nigel De Young. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Are we taking that, we take that as first answer? <laughs> Yeah, that's his answer. <laughs> I just said Nigel and fought Nigel the Young. <laughs> um, I'm guessing that goes to me. Yeah. Is it West Ham? It is West Ham. Fucking gets in. <laughs> and I got that as well. <laughs> Robert Snodgrass. Um, Hull? No. Scotland? It was Leeds. Oh, shit, yeah. Demeter Berbatov. Um, United. No. No way. <laughs> I'm going to say Bulgaria. It was Bayer Leverkusen. Fucking hell, really? for the country, yeah. <laughs> Number nine, Javier Hernandez. It's got to be United. <laughs> it's not what <laughs> oh fucking hell I've got no idea I've got to stick with what I've been doing Mexico it is Mexico yeah, yeah. it's the only one it could have been. it had to work at one point <laughs> and finally Xabi Alonso um, Real Madrid no Liverpool it was Spain Oh. Really? Wow. A lot of international ones there. That was good, though. I like that. Uh, so, Jake actually got more points <laughs> in all these questions. <laughs> what does that leave us on? It's 13-10. Whew. 
I need I need to perform in these. Who am I then? I'm assuming it's who am I. What's the score? Sorry, what's the score? It's thirteen ten. Oh wow! Okay. To, to Jake, yeah. To Jake, yeah. Okay. So we all fin- uh, ready for the final round? Yeah. So I need four points to win, essentially. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Basically, last round, of course, is who am I? But it's a little bit different. Uh oh. So oh. we're keeping with the theme as it's one to do with Liverpool, one to do with United, and one neutral. But each player. Each three players, each of the three players, will have a. How do I word this well? They're well known for scoring a goal. So one of the goals will be against Liverpool. One of the goals will be against United, and then one will just be a well-known goal in the footballing world. Okay. Do you understand? <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Well, I, I. Any qu- any wait, questions? So do- <laughs> wait. So it's not to do with if they play for Liverpool, United, or other. It's just if they've scored a well-known goal against them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, I see what you mean, yeah. 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 I, I think so, I think I so. I think so. Just do the first one, I'll work it out. Right. Number one. I have played with Jack Wilshere, Kevin Nolan, and Jack Rodwell. So, can you say that again? Jack Wilshere, Kevin Nolan, yeah. and Jack Rodwell. Jack Rodwell. Okay. Three midfield dynamos there. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you this much. This one's difficult. So, uh, just to, just to be clear, are we saying the player that it is that the answer is has scored a well-known goal, either in yeah. football? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Any well, takers? And you have stunned us here, which is always a good sign. Um. No, I've got nothing. I might need a clue. I'm not going to lie to you. No, I'd, we go for two points. Okay. My goal came on the 4th of February 2009 in the 8th. 118th minute of a FA Cup fourth round replay. Oh. So track your minds back. So what was that? Can you can you repeat that? <laughs> That's a, that was a long one, that. <laughs> My goal came on the 4th of February 2009 and it came at the 118th minute of a FA Cup fourth round replay. Um... Oh, uh, Buzz, is it Dan Gosling? It is Dan Gosling. Oh, oh shit. I, I remember that goal. <laughs> yeah. who, is, who is it against? Liverpool. Um, the, uh, Everton, Liverpool. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember okay. that now. So, so is that two points to Jake then? Yeah. Ooh, two points to win it on this next one. He needs a point to win it? Nah, I need four points to uh, win it. Because if Ollie gets two three pointers, then yeah. But if you get this, it. if you get anything in the next round, he can't come back with one question remaining. He can get through. Oh God! Wait, no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Here so we go. <laughs> for three points, 
I have played with Raphael van der Fart, Sheridan Shakiri, and Robert Hoof. Can we have that one more time just to clear it up? Shakiri, Hoof, and van der Fart. Hmm. I feel like these are going to be out of our clue. <laughs> Any puns? Um, hold on. This is all at club level, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if I've got anything here. God, um, I'm struggling, eh? I think I might need, I might need a clue. Wait, do I lose if I if it goes to two points? Uh, no. I wonder if a dog knows. <laughs> uh, actually, wait, Buzz, uh, Buzz, um, is it I am Robin? <laughs> it is Iron Robin. No way. Oh, fucking come on then. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ollie, I want to see if you. Uh, Where has he played with Van der Vaart? At Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Oh, shit. Ollie, I would have. Do you think you would have seen it after, or would have known it after Second Cloud? My goal came on 7th of April 2010 in the Champions League quarterfinals. Oh, is that against United? Yeah. Is that the volley? The volley where yeah. It was like hit out yeah. the corner. Uh, yeah, that's an amazing. Sure is. So is that? Uh, am I? Have I yeah, we'll you've got for you've hey, got for win. We love to see it. Where we play the final? Who am I for fun? Where did he play with Hoof? Yeah, of course. At Chelsea. At uh, Chelsea. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do the last one. So you both. So we know this is a neutral player. Yeah. Okay, so for three points, I have played with Anthony Martial, Thiago, and Gonzalo Higuain. This is club level again, yeah? Yeah. Um... Um, a lot of silences in this quiz so far, which is mm. good. Hopefully people at home are struggling as much as we are. Jake's just cruising now. I don't even care if he gets it or not. <laughs> it could be a landslide victory, to be fair. I don't want him to run away with it. I don't want to embarrass myself. It's annoying with these ones because you, you get a little idea in your head and you just think he has never scored a good goal or a memorable <laughs> goal. Um, 
Come on, let's have a pot. Not to lose. I know. It's my shells the one throwing me. Um. <laughs> no, I've got nothing. Oh, we got on uh, the second play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My goal came on the 7th... No, it didn't. <laughs> My goal came on the 28th of June, 2014. Oh. So what were you doing in late June, 2014? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't really care anymore because I've lost. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be a, it's a World Cup, isn't it? It's a World Cup goal. Oh, uh, Buzz, James Rodriguez. Oh, <laughs> Thomas Rodriguez. Fair Do you know what? I wouldn't have thought that. I, I had, I didn't even click that was the World Cup here until you said it. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There we go. Fair play, Duke. So you've drawn level then. Is that me? Me and you on two, right on four. It is. Yeah. Mm. Shaping up nicely. If me or Jake can pick up another win. That could be a real, really exciting stuff. <laughs> another title far race on our hands. Ta- <laughs> I was going to say, it's far more exciting than the title race that's going on in the league, isn't it? Oh, because yeah. you're not in it anymore. Woo! <laughs> no, because no one's in it. I don't think either of us are in it. I was going to say, no one's in it. Well, since since we've brought it up, what, what are your thoughts? What, what's on your mind at the moment, Liverpool-wise? There's been a... Fair few games that have happened since we've last last spoke. What are your thoughts? I think honestly, we only have the Champions League to get excited about now. And all I'm saying, I except say, well, well, go yeah. on, Jake. Sorry, I was going to say things are things are not as bad or as good as they seem in general with football. Uh, that, that's looking at anything. It look like you know you look at Liverpool right now and everyone can turn around and be like how bad they are and granted we've been sh- you know so inconsistent we've been pretty dismal for the last two months but then you look at the, what is it in the last five games you have picked up the same amount of points as us and you like everyone's still up and about there thing is I do kind of look at this league now and think as bad as we've been the quality in this league is so bad that I felt we can still finish top four I don't know if you agree with me on that, but... (laughs) I agree. So, slight... uh, uh, Do you know what? I think because of that win last night, I'm slightly more optimistic than I was maybe a week ago. So you're generally worried about not getting... Or sort of not worried about... It's in your mind that you might not get top four. I'm not... It's in the back of my mind, but... I just look at... The teams around us are not serious. Other, Other than City, there isn't a serious team in this league. Huh. You know, it, there's not, and that's like uh, <laughs> you look at Leicester performances. Le- yeah, but Leicester are capable of dropping Hall of Shame performances as well. Yeah, they did. Every single team in Ma- this league. Remember, it get beat by three-one that leads. That's what I'm saying. No team in this league is going to be consistent other than City, and City will run away with it now because I think they've gotten through their inconsistent patch at the start of the season, where they were bedded in two new set, well, a new centre back with John Stones. Who feels like a new player, and you know they're, they're going to walk it now. So I think it's more a case of where the rest of the pack fits in behind that. And I look at you know Leicester rely too heavily on Vardy to score goals. Well, I don't know. He's not. He's he's been out for a month, hasn't he? And he's they've 
they've done all right. They've still stayed up there. I, I just think when it comes to it, I mean, you look at last season, they, I know they bottled it due, more due to injuries than anything else and maybe tiredness, but they were in a very good position last season and couldn't go the full way. User just as prone to lapsing because I think he's a very... You're very much reliant on Fernandes, and I said that on the last podcast. Being reliant on one player is a tricky thing when you aren't picking up the results. If that makes sense? It's great when you're playing well, but when you're reliant on one player and he has a stinker, then it's it, it's hard. You know, Tottenham have fell off a cliff. Chelsea are nothing special. They're better than a new manager. And then who else have you got, really? West Ham. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're better than you. At the minute, yeah, but things can change so quickly. We're still... I mean, what's the difference in points between us and you right now? Oh, six. Wait, who, are you second still? Six. Are you second? Yeah. Six six points can to be can be turned around in two games. Like, it's that close at the minute. But, so, where do you think... We're, like, we'll stick with Liverpool for the moment. Where do you think it's sort of gone wrong for you? Where you've gone from being, you know, running away of the league last season to where you are now, sort of struggling to get in top four? Why, like, why, why have you gone from being this all-dominant, all-conquering, world-beating team to a I, team I that's below West Ham? Right, I want you to answer that question first before I have about it. What I think's gone wrong. I, I want your opinion. I don't think you're ever that good in the first place. I think, that, like you've been saying about the league, I don't think it's the league's had any sort of quality for the last couple of years, or at least last season, when you ran away with it. I think... Sort of the tra- fact that all the other teams in the league were going through transitions and not really having any sort of consistency or like consistency behind the scenes in terms of managers or whatever or players, and I think that's why you ran away with it last season. Sort of looks a better team than you nah, were, and you've been found out this season. I, I think that's very, very like that's a very, very like blunt way to look at it. To be fair. I'll agree with you. I think the quality of the league, like throughout the league, it's your, it's a weird thing. I think the ceiling is a little bit lower than what it was like maybe ten years ago. But I think the actual bottom of the league is better in standard, if that makes sense. Because I think there's a lot more money in the league. Um, I, yeah, I was going to. Anyway, uh, that's not the point I was going to say. Anyway, what I was going to say is, it's you can't say that two teams that have reached the maximum, you know, what ninety seven, ninety six, ninety eight, you know, hundred points in the last couple seasons, uh, like, consistently are only doing it because the rest of the league's shit. No, I don't think that's the sole reason. I I don't think it's the sole reason. But I'm saying that that has made you look or sort of seem a better team than you already were. Do you think it's not more to do with the fact that it's congested fixture lists compounded with numerous injuries to key members of of our, not even just our first 11 of our squad? And obviously, and to be fair as well, I think the biggest thing is that people. Obviously, and to be fair as well, I think the biggest thing mm-hmm. is that people. Hold what's on, it, what's happening there? That was weird. Yeah. Right, we're back. That was a little technical error, as as usual with this podcast. But yeah, what were you saying? Say what were you saying, Jake? Well, first off, it's not a two right to one double podcast with lots of technical issues. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, part of the charm. It's part of the charm. <laughs> but um, no, I was just saying. I think. I don't think it's to do with the, well. I think part of the reason is the standard of the league, and I think part uh, the bigger part of it though is the fact that we've had injuries to key players that have derailed ha- like the the way we want to play. 
we also can't rest players because we're having to play the same players continuously and they're looking fatigued. And then you're also looking at an issue such as um, mental fatigue from having to maintain such a high level of intensity for three to four years. I think, I don't know if I've, I've said it to a few people and I've probably said it on the podcast before, this team has been together far too long. You know, you look yeah. at all the great teams that they've been, even like more in recent history than anything else, they're only together for maybe like three years maximum before there's like certain players brought in to change. And, you know, it, it was all, I think this season was always going to be a transitional season. I think the team, the players themselves are not bad players and they've shown... But we didn't know that. Like, you talk but, about... You talk about it being transitional. We didn't think that at the start, though. It's only now. We, like, we did, if anything, I think, I think it's hindsight more than anything. You look at it and think, okay, well... Because no one before this season was saying, bloody hell, like, always talking about the fact they've been together for so long. But I think it is the fact that you can look at it now and be like, shit, they've, like... They start, like, that, especially that front three. And, you know, they, they were in that uh, first Champions League final we reached. Like, that was 2017. I'm pretty sure the majority of the players that are starting now are in that team as well, bar, I think, Allison and Fabinho. It's, it's a lot of football to be playing. So and, to sort of counter that, do you think maybe you, you're too reliant on the same sort of starting eleven? Yeah. And you haven't I, got as I, much I think depth as other teams, like City obviously lost De Bruyne. Yeah. And it I, didn't I even... Definitely are. If anything, they've just been, they've been better since he left. And I, I been, definitely think they are. You know, you look at City lose De Bruyne and they can bring in Gundogan. Or you know Phil Foden, or you know play Bernardo Silva in a different position. I, I did see. Van. But the only to. other thing, oh gosh, um, right. What I was going to say is that if you <laughs> losing one player, it, you can deal with as a team. I think if we lost just Van Dijk, there'd be a drop off, but nowhere near as drastic a drop off as this. But it's the fact you lose three players in the same position, which then means you're having to play players out of position, as well as players that are really inexperienced. Do you know I think that that has a massive impact on the rest of the team. Sure, I know. It's fair enough. I get that that you've had like injuries in the same position, which should sort of affect any team if that happened. But sort of affect the team. <laughs> <laughs> this would be like imagine you having to play uh, Phil Jones and Axel Twanzebe. But not near, even because they are central backs. Sorry, no, no, sorry. Be like you having to play fucking Fred and uh, Phil Jones at the back. So near enough. I just find it weird that you always bench Nat Phillips. He looks all right when he plays, and he's actually a centre back. No, I agree with you. I think I don't, he looks okay, I, like, but I think he is a bit limited on the ball. And I think I'm assuming that's the only reason because I feel like defensively he's all right. Surely, you say on this about losing your midfielders because they're playing at centre back. Surely, you'd be better off just putting Nat Phillips in and having Henderson or Fabinho or whoever in the middle. My only thing is with that though: who do you put uh, Phillips in with? I don't know. You tell me. That—that's the point. It's you've got to have someone back there to hold. Oh no! Yeah, you, you're gonna have one of them, but that's, rather than both of them, I mean. But then, he, but then you look at—we've had Fabinho out as well, so it's not even like Henderson's been. Sorry, uh, Fabinho's been able to play there and cover. Henderson's then had to drop into midfield, and as a result, you're having to play the same midfield of Thiago, Jones, and Wijnaldum, or maybe Milner in there. But three three players who. I mean, Wijnaldum aside, the other two are not physical enough to cover further frailties behind them because they're not defensive midfield players. I mean, Wijnaldum isn't a defensive midfield player anyway, but I think he's a bit more uh, like energetic and athletic. But, what, yeah, are you, what, what are your thoughts on Thiago then since he's been brought up? 
the big Tiago debate that's been um, burning on Twitter and stuff. Do you know what? I don't think he's been good, but then who has? Do you want to see him play this weekend? Yeah, of course. I don't personally. Why? Who, who plays? This one I'm saying, me, for me in midfield, I want to say Hendo, Genie, and Curtis Jones. So you're banking on uh, Fabinho being back? Yeah, I am. I mean, and if you're going to have Curtis Jones in there, you might as well have Thiago. You do very much the, the same job. Uh, on form, who's not, who's uh, who's the better player? <laughs> well, not the I better player, but... I mean, form. I don't think Jones has been anything special recently. He was unreal last night. I I, I couldn't. So that not be, That's not form. That's one game. <laughs> one game more than one. One game more than. It's one game more than Thiago's. One game more than Thiago's. Mad form after that Barcelona game. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Divock had more good games for Liverpool than Thiago's had good games for Liverpool. He probably has, but Divock Origi's played in the full-strength Liverpool team before. I just look at it, right? I think Thiago's yes. not the issue at Liverpool. He, or he's pathetic. nowhere near the top of the issues. I don't, he's nowhere near the top of the issues at Liverpool. So you're saying it's not fair because he's not had all the best players around him and he's not walking a league no, like I'm he was in Bayern Munich? No, not at all. I just think it's unfair to judge a player that is being played, well, has to do a job that he is not, that you know that's not his skill set. You know, you look at someone like United back in 2008, you wouldn't ask Paul Scholes to be playing as a combative defensive midfield player because that's no. not his skill set. I know, but I just I just would love to know if there was the same argument with Paul Pogba when he he's not had the greatest team around him in a lot of the time he's been at United and he's been playing holding midfield, which Paul arguably Pogba's isn't his best, his best Paul... position. You, you, know, you know what's mad, Oli? Thiago's played 15 ga- less than 15 games. I agree with you slightly, but... I, I, I honestly agree with you loads here, Augie. I think Thiago needs to be held accountable. Because the, the amount of stick... And I think maybe Why if the, the, pri- the, price, the price tag oh, thing is I always... I've had this argument with so many people. The price tag thing's always like a massive like Paul deciding Pop factor in football. Four years. Wait, maybe five? Is it four or five years? Whatever it is, he's still got stick when he's been in played out of position it. and played in teams that are not as strong. But then, but then he's also had teams four years him. where all these managers supposedly can't unlock his potential. And it's like, I, 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 do you know what? If Thiago hadn't shown the levels he'd shown at Bayern Munich and, you know, he'd been at Liverpool for four or five years and he'd been playing the way he has been, fair enough. You can't judge a player that's come into his team pretty much midway through a season. The whole team is in shambles. And expect him to do. Like, but United have been a shambles. United have been shambles for the last five years. Yeah, and he's only come good when Bruno Fernandez has come. Yeah, when we. Yeah, time. when the teams come good. You literally just said that Liverpool need better players for this. Thiago to play well. Pogba got better players in Fernandez to come in, and he's played well. Oh, You've literally just contradicted even, yourself. Yeah. I haven't contradicted myself. <laughs> You've just said Thiago needs better players around him. It's not fair because he's got a bad team it's around not him. You just said oh, Pogba hasn't been good until he got Ollie, good players around Ollie, him. Oli, it's not better players he needs. He, there's no point. He's, he's been played at whole. What does Thiago need to be a success at Liverpool? Uh, to some extent, he needs, like you know, combative people around him to do that legwork. <laughs> right, okay, he doesn't so need better players. Asking, he needs more. No, no, does he not? 
No, sorry, I'm not being made to feel like I'm an idiot here. At the end of the day, like, is it his fault that Trent Alexander-Arnold has not been able to beat the first man with a cross this season? Or that Andy Robertson looks like he's been on the ale the night before? Or the fact that Firmino has forgot how to play football? Is it, Paul Pogba's, is it Paul Pogba's well, fault? He had to play holding midfield, midfield with Marouane Fellaini. No, but it's Paul Pogba's before. It, Paul Pogba doesn't, like... Oh. Why, are you so cri- why are you so quick to, like, be critical of Andy Robertson's, for example, one of our best players this season, and yet you stick up for Thiago so much? Because I'm not, I'm not saying anyone's... I'm not saying Thiago's been good. I'm saying he's not the biggest issue at that football club. And I'm saying that if you, it, you can't blame him for the whole team being bad when everyone else has stank. There's only been two players, maybe three on, like, a, a push that can hold their head up and say, I've had a decent season. But that's what I'm that's trying Mohamed to say. Salah, Jordan Henderson and Fabinho. The rest of them have stank. Now, that's what I'm day, trying to say about Pogba at United, though. That he's never had anyone around him that can hold their head up and say, I've been good enough to play for Manchester United in the last four or five years, other than someone like Fernandes. Maybe uh, I'd say likes of De Gea. I know he's not. <laughs> even player. then, even then, in the last four or five you know, years. Likes, I mean, Rashford. I'd say Rashford. But you know, Rashford's been decent. What Rashford that you said won't get in the Tottenham team? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't at the time. <sighs> but he's been decent. Yeah, but Curtis Jones has been decent, but that doesn't unlock Thiago. Pogba <laughs> <laughs> has had four years. Four years. Okay. We'll revisit this in four years. <laughs> See you. You can't, how can you compare a player that's had a run of five, ten bad games in a shite side that's been completely ransacked by injuries to a player that's played in supposedly United's strongest teams what? That, that they've had available, that they've had available at the time? Which I've been arguing probably even been worse than the Liverpool team you've got right now. Not a chance. Not a chance. So you're they haven't saying, had the right. in quality. It's set, like, if you have a hole in the middle of your team, that is a ridiculously hard thing to fill. Like, right, a, Jake, a, complete, I, a hole in the middle. I've got a question for you, Jake. Right, there's no denying what he done with Bayern all. Brilliant, world-class player and all. But what, why do you feel he deserves a start on Saturday? Why do you want to see him in the midfield? Because I'd rather have him in there, who I, I've seen in the past has got the ability to do something with the ball other than Curtis Jones. Right, okay, you say that and all, but what have you seen Thiago in a Liverpool shirt? What I'm what has Thiago what? done for Liverpool that has been better than what Curtis Jones did last night? I mean, I couldn't tell you what Curtis Jones did last night because I, I didn't see the majority of the game. <laughs> well, what's no. Thiago done? He's had half-decent games. The thing is, I, <laughs> do you know what? When did he actually... <laughs> oh... It's not worth arguing with you because it's like talking to a brick wall. <laughs> this is what we do it for. This is part of the fun. Oh, it, it's literally well, like one thing I'll say. One thing I'll ball. say. We'll move, slightly move away from sort of Thiago compared to Pogba or whatever. But do you not think that Liverpool having a maybe not Jones or maybe having I don't know, someone I don't, know, I don't know, I haven't watched seen enough of Curtis Jones to know, but surely someone that is a little bit more physical than Thiago or a little bit more sort of better defensively. Because whenever I've watched Thiago, one of the big things that stood out for me is how weak he is defensively and how often he sort of gives away yeah, free I'll kicks. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. And I, 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 he's, he's genuinely so similar to Paul Scholes in that regard. And like you cannot s- tackle for like, sure. Like you say about him being, about you having a big hole in your defence or whatever, surely... 
having someone that's that bad defensively in your midfield is only going to make that worse. I just think at the minute, there's not a lot you can really do with that team. Like, to, to beyond kind of like throwing a load of academy kids at the back and praying that they come all right, you know, do all right, and putting Henderson back on the midfield to shore it up. You've got to have one of those, one of your better midfield players back there to hold the hand of whether it's Kabak or Phillips or Williams. And then, it, and you know, that in itself is a detriment to the team. Not being able to pick your best players in midfield. And, and you know, you can go on about, oh, well, poor, well, actually, no, I'm not even going to go to the poor Pogba debate. You can go, you can say that Thiago has been bad this, since he's signed for Liverpool. It's worth looking at the actual context within this season rather than just looking at it, oh, he's shit or he's good. I don't think he's been terrible. Like, there's been games where he's looked decent, but then at the same time, I think the only game I've seen really, and you can have your own opinion on it, that he's been terrible is where it was against Leicester last week. Against United and Vakopi drove me mental. Was he bad though? Like, I don't think he was... I don't think he was good, but I don't think he was bad either. But at the same time, how can you look at him and be uh, and say that he's the root of our problems? That's but no I'm one said him. that. No one. The way people who has actually said it, he's the root of the problems? No the, no, the way people go on about it, it's like, well, if we take Thiago out of the team, then we'll be a, a better team for it. It's like, well, no, I, I just feel like he's not been in great form, so he he like yeah. anyone should be dropped. Then, like I, I feel like a lot of Liverpool fans are just. What? Yeah, like everyone can be up top. I feel like a lot of Liverpool fans are basing Thiago on his performances at Bayern, and that's why he can't get dropped. But so because he it's, got it's, it's to the Champions League final last that. year, we shouldn't drop him. No, I don't, think it's I don't to get do it. No, I don't think it's anything to do with that. I think it's no one in this team, other than Salah and Henderson, have been undroppable this year. Everyone's been bad. I don't think there's a you know, Robertson up until. Christmas looked good, and then for two months, I actually think he's been arguably our worst player. Right, so he, just he answer, answer me this. This is the one question I have. Right, say you're put yourself in Jurgen Klopp's position, and you're naming for the team on Saturday, and uh, you have who would your midfield free be? Sorry, providing Fabinho's back. Yeah, I'd I'd say Henderson, Wijnaldum, Thiago. Ooh. Okay, so hypothetically, if Curtis Jones asked you, as Jurgen Klopp, why am I not playing ahead of Thiago, what would your answer be? So, can I have a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, like, like, I like this, it's good, it's good. <laughs> what would your answer be? I mean, why'd you have to justify Yeah, go on a half piece game. why'd you have to justify <laughs> Why do you have to justify bench like putting a young player who has been fairly, you know, he's, he's not consistent yet in for a massive game like that against a, a player that he might not have done it for Liverpool yet, but he's done it in plenty of previous big games. Yeah, and, for Bayern. Sorry, the last game we played against Everton that he played, did he not? Well, he wrong. He he should have had. An involvement in what should have been the winning goal, but which was wrongly uh, ruled for offside. Right, in my opinion. But right, I'm not. I'm not. This isn't a case of me trying to big up Curtis Jones how much. But remember what he done against Everton, scored a worldie. 
I also remember Everton that day were getting ran around the park by a bunch of 18-year-olds. <laughs> I don't think it was the same Everton that we fit. So maybe you'd be better off playing a young kid then, rather than yeah. the old slow granddad. <sighs> so, anyway, we'll, we'll get off the Thiago thing, but I just wanted one thing I picked up on what you said, Jake. If Thiago isn't the root of your problems, what is the root of your problems if it's not the injuries at the back? Because it obviously isn't just I, that. I think, There's more than no, just think, a couple of injuries that have turned you into a, a sixth-place team. Injuries is, I think the injuries have been the biggest part. More than anything, because I think that. But there's anything. been ga- there's been games where you it's not been the defense that have let you down. It's been the the it attack been, rather than well, the the defense. There's been games where you've just had of, no edge attacking wise. Because where does our creativity come from, Ollie? Like normally, where, when last season or like last two three years, where's our creativity come from mainly? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, I think it's very clear that our creativity has mainly come out the two fullbacks and from long passes from deep into the forwards and behind. That, that's been the main root of creativity. Now, you've got two... If, you, if you're not strong in the centre of the fence, then full-backs can't push up as high and be as effective as they are as they are normally. So then they're not getting the same service. You've also got two players at the back who aren't, as I would say, as competent as Van Dijk at, giving, at playing the ball long and causing quick transitions. Yeah, the amount, of, the amount of times you used to see Van Dyke hit a 30, 40 yard ball out to Salah and run the attack again with it within like, you know, 20, 30 seconds. Whereas now it's having to be built up a lot slower through the midfield. So it, it's. We're having to change the style of play based on the personnel we have. And I think, other than that, I think it's fatigue. Any team that's had the success we've had and had worked at the intensity we've had for two, three years. So you think? It, 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 I think it, it was always going to happen. It just gets made to look worse because of so without, the amount of congested fixtures and because of the injuries. So without these injuries, you think? What? Where do you think you'd be? I think we'd be up there, but I still think the way City are, they're just consistent. Um, I I do think that we, with everyone fit, you'd want us to challenge for the title. I think everyone at the start of the season said we should do, and you know probably retain it, but. Seeing how the season's played out, I'd imagine we'd be probably second or third. Right, and maybe comfortably second, just behind City. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that, to be fair. But I, I I think we would have dropped off regardless. Like, I, I don't think to hit 90, what, 90 plus points three, four seasons in a row is feasible for anyone. Unless you change up the team. And this team has not changed anywhere near enough. What would you... I don't know. We've sort of done a lot of Liverpool, but we'll do a little bit more. What would you change in the summer? I think it's perfect time for a genie to leave. I think, yeah. Wayne Alden maybe should go. And maybe one of the front three. I hate to say it, but maybe it is time for Firmino to step aside. Do you know what? Firmino's... It would upset me, though, because there's that... Oh, I think it's sentimentality. Oh, it'd break my heart. Extent, isn't it? And do you know what it is as well? He keeps providing these moments of magic like he did in the Leicester game. You think, you're still a player. Why are you shit for 90% of the game? Yeah, like even... I say to get rid of him. Maybe just get the other striker in. I I don't want... You've got to remember... Roberto to leave the club. Yeah. You've also got Jota to come back in who's probably going to become a part of that front three. The way he was playing before he got injured. He was doing enough to displace at least Firmino and Mane. And then, you know, I think... It is a case of maybe selling one of them to bring in another because I don't think we're quite financially capable enough of 
being able to keep all three and sell uh, and buy. Sorry. Um, I think we could do with another centre back. For definite, because relying on Matip and Gomez to stay fit is like you use relying on Bay to stay fit. It's just not happening. Uh, they are two of the most injury prone centre backs I've ever seen. Um, and then probably mate, I'd probably say another another fullback to cover Trent maybe. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe like an experienced fullback that could potentially come in and play and push him a little bit. Almost like what we've seen with uh, Luke Shaw. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, definitely. Because Luke Shaw's picked up his game massively, especially like during the Christmas period and that. I think, you know, if you bring someone in, maybe like an experienced pro, I know you usually link with Trippier in uh, the January window. And obviously yeah. Couldn't sign him because of all the bets and stuff, but someone like him would be ideal because he's good enough to play. Not, I don't think he's as good as Trent, but he is good enough to come in and play if, some, if he's playing badly. And it should push him a bit. But uh, anyway, enough of, about us. Alright, we'll, we'll move on. Like, yeah. <laughs> We've done, um, done a big chunk of Liverpool there, wow. I mean, we, we say there's problems going on at Liverpool, but like I said uh, while I was rambling before, you have only picked up the same amount of points as we have in the last five, six games. So yeah. what's going on here? I, I thought we were, you were bringing in number 21. Um... Yeah, I mean we've had a we've had a little drop off. I mean, I'm I'm not panicking to be like massively. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, that we we've lost or drawn against some small teams. Like obviously the loss against Sheffield United a while ago now, but the draw against West Brom was really really frustrating. As was the the capitulation against Everton. Um, Everton for me was a shambles. You know. Yeah. Seriously, that was terrible. Like. I think what I've felt with watching United in the last year, we're very. I think it's hard to put this. We're we're very bad when there's sort of there's pressure on, like high pressure scenarios, and in some some games when it's going well for us and things are going right, like we sort of things sort of snowball and we we get away with it and sort of everyone gets a bit of a boost. Like say if we get an early goal or something like that, and. We do all right, but it's games like against Everton. We're three two up. There's a free kick in the last minute. That is such a situation where United just crumble, and we just somehow don't deal with this free kick. Whoever's fault you think it is, it's across the whole defense. It's not good enough. The whole team, it's not good enough, and we dropped two points there, which I think knocks the confidence. And then obviously West Brom, like we go one nil down, and we just there's just no urgency. So yeah. Not the end of the world. Like there's a lot of people like starting to throw toys out the pram now with Ole and all that. But at the end of the day, we are a better team at this point than we were at this point last season. And if someone had said to me at the start of the season, "You're going to challenge for or still be in, just about in a title challenge with you know 14 games left," I think I'd, be, I'd think that's progress. Do, do you think that you're still in a title challenger? Uh, well, we're still just. I'd say the draw with West Brom has maybe just put us out of it now. But at the end of the day, we're still second, so we couldn't be any closer, or we couldn't be any closer position-wise to the leaders. So best of the rest, could be it could be worse. But I think I, uh, my connection dropped for a second, so I think I might have missed some of what you said, but I don't know if you covered any of the stuff you said, uh, 
any of the Everton game there? Yeah, I was I was just talking about the um, the defending for the goal, and how it was just such a typical United thing do to do what, to though? bottle it. The big no, the biggest thing about Everton, you should have been so clear because it's not even like they came to play football; they were so bad. Yeah, exactly. Like watching that game, it was like I think for maybe 70 percent of that game, you had the ball, and obviously they did nothing to win it back. Yeah, how it we've conceded three goals. Capitulated. And then, yeah, it, it, that was... Who was to blame on very, uh, I can't even think back. <sighs> it, well, the goal the, at the end, it was a, it was a combination of a few things. It was Maguire, Maguire dropped, which he shouldn't have done, which kept a few of the Everton players on side, which I'll admit that was probably a mistake for him, but that's the first mistake he's made for a, for a long while now. And then De Gea was very timid when he came out to try and smother it from Calvert-Lewin, which was very annoying. I think that's got to be the end of the line for Big Dave, though, hasn't it? <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. He's not been at the level, the standard he's set for himself for a while on, now. Sorry, you want to talk about remembering the past with Thiago? De Gea hasn't been the same player in years. No, I, I, I tend to it's, agree with it, you. It, it, it's so tight. Like, I think the fact you've got Dean Henderson waiting in the wings who has done nothing but... Yeah, I mean, he's not been amazing for United, but I feel like after that season at um, Sheffield last year, he's, he's done more than enough to warrant replacing what is, I think, a keeper that looks so low on confidence and maybe kind of... I just think he's done at the club more than anything. He could fight his way back again, but... There was know. there was the errors... Um... Dean Henderson made. I think it was against. I think it was against Sheffield United early in the season, which I think maybe has slowed his sort of route into the into the sort of number one jersey. Um, I think if he hadn't have made those mistakes, maybe he'd have got a chance a bit sooner. But I think it is coming to that point now where he has got a decision on his hands, and I think sooner rather than later he's going to put Henderson in for a for a Premier League game and play him ahead of De Gea. I think he has to. I think. I- I feel like a strong manager now would look at it and be like, okay, okay, he is not being at the level. And I think either way you look at it, whether it's you want to give Henderson a run in the team or you want to give the hair a kick up the backside, you've got to do something there. Because I think letting it's it It's a big game on Thursday for Henderson. Yeah, yeah. These are the sort of games where he's got to prove it now. Like Europa League, yeah. FA Cup or whatever, he's got to, he's got to prove himself. He can't. He can't afford any errors. Otherwise, you just, you just won't. You won't ever get yeah. the chance. So, say he comes out of a Sociedad, Sociedad games like doing well. Would you stick him in the Premier League game? I think I would. Yeah. If he, I, mean, I think he has to do. I think he. Ha- so it's almost a hard one. Like if he just we we play Sociedad and they, I don't know. I don't think they will. But they say they part the bus and Henderson doesn't even get a get a save to make I don't think he gets the chance it's almost like he needs to have a chance to make some worldy saves just to yeah. give him that one question I'm going to ask you actually and it's only I just thought of it then what happens say a hypothetical scenario Henderson comes in he's not you know he's not good enough you know he doesn't really do enough to displace De Gea and De Gea is still not performing at the level do you then look at a keeper in the summer or do you persist with uh, Henderson next season do you think either way, De Gea, or do you keep Dave for next season? I think, I don't think the, is out of form De Gea and has been, and I don't know however bad you're going to say, you're saying that Henderson might be, I don't think it'd be the biggest, our biggest problem. 
I think there's other no, areas we'd have to strengthen. I think that would be very low. Even if they aren't playing well, I think that would be low down on the list yeah. of priorities no, for this summer. I was just curious, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I was just curious because I, I, more than anything, I want to gauge how much you actually rate Henderson because I, I think he's a good player, to be fair. Like, he, uh, he does look very Yeah, well, I do rate him. It's just the, the sort of... I think maybe it was just nerves that he obviously made the mistake against Sheffield United. I just want to keep that's more commanding and more sort of brave. Like, I, I hate seeing things like that to hear moment against the hay has always Everton. been like that though and I hate that teams come to Old Trafford or come, we go and play teams in the bottom half of the Premier League and just, they just know that they can just swarm De Gea and he is just not going to be able to come for corners and stuff like yeah, that that's been the case for years though hasn't it like yeah. De Gea's never been you know that's how he got found out at first at United I think it's only it was only as he got a little bit older that he gained a bit of bulk and was able to pull off those worldly saves and not get bullied as much but it does almost look like he's reverted back to the the hay he signed more than anything. Yeah, yeah, it is frustrating because he obviously has said some. Again, it's a sentimental thing, like you say. It's 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 sad to see because he has been he has produced some unbelievable games for us. But when when he is making sort of, it's not even like the Everton one. It don't it won't go down as a mistake, but it's just like yeah, that's no, not no, that's not world class keeping. Do you, do, you know, do you know what it is? Right, it's like when um. Uh, not nowhere near to the same extent. It's like when we'd have Adrian in goal, like covering for Allison. Half the stuff he does isn't mistakes, but you're like a good keeper saves that. Yeah. Or a good keeper deals with that kind of thing, and it 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 it, it makes such a world of difference. Not even just to the team, but I mean, well, mostly to the team, but also to the defense as well. Yeah. Because if they're like having that, almost like assurance that if anything, if I fuck up, then it's not going in anyway. So. I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I do want to see a sign a centre back in the summer. I've come round to it now. I just we just do need I mean, a centre back to partner Maguire. You, Pericano, is it? Oh, heck. I've I said that when we played um, Leipzig in the group stage, he was nowhere. Like he he didn't look like a yeah, world class player. Now, yeah, I mean you never. You might go to Bayern, they will juice him up. Yeah, think, whatever I they do. Honestly, Joe, what he's gonna come out of that? It'll be even, five it'll, inches it'll, and it'll, be built like the the rock. I mean, he's already built pretty pretty sturdy, and he's he's quick, isn't he? Who would you want? Um, I don't know. There's been a few names like touted about, but any Premier League players? Um, I don't think so. No, I think we'd have to go go abroad for one. I, I really I don't have a name in my head that I'd be like that's the centre back, but. You know, it's not my job, is it? Jesus Surely we've got Christ. we we must have scouts out there that are looking, that are going to find us. Uh, Could you see that choice. in the background then? Yeah, yeah. I have interest. I I've I absolutely shit the bed. Then I think I must have said something, and the Alexa started speaking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was terrified. I thought there was some like I thought there was some narco in my room. It's Tiago. Tiago's having a head. This is why I fight for him straight strong goals in the <laughs> Oh, that. I need uh, to watch what I say now. I don't want to answer. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, on, on the centre back thing, I don't think the pairing of Lindelof and Maguire works. And I don't think it has for a while. It's almost like the the big games Lindelof plays better in because it's less physical, it's more technical, which I think he's, he's, a, he's better technically as a defender. But when it becomes to like that, that Diagne goal uh, <laughs> against West Brom, yeah, it, you. I mean, when the Mag- the Maguire goal that got this lad against Burnley, if that's going to be a foul, that Diagne one's got to be a foul. But do, do you know what it is? I think uh, the biggest difference is 
if you just want to be a top, top team, pretty much all the top, top teams want to play high possession football and be in the opposition half the majority of the game. You can't do that with Victor Lindelof because he ain't quick enough. That's why Eric Bay, when he comes in, yeah. is able to, he's able to progress a bit more and kind of pen teams in a little bit. Because it's like, that's why we've had Gomez and Van Dijk for, and been so successful because you know for a fact that ball goes in behind them, they're getting it. Yeah. Whereas it, I feel like physicality is such an underrated thing. Like you can be a great defender, but yeah, someone like Ben Mill. I look at, I mean, look at, look at, Ru- look at Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz. Yeah. He's he's, oh, he's absolutely a yeah. He just cleans up everything. He just does things. You just think Lindelof is never going to do that. Yeah, and it's going to be. should should play against Sausage. Which we could see him back, but again, it's it's only a matter of time before he gets injured again. Like, it's just for so frustrating with him because he could be such a good defender, but when you're getting injured all the time, it just doesn't work. It never will if you're gonna, if you're going to play two, miss two, or play three, miss seven. You know, it's just. Well, so, that's yeah. exactly the same thing I was saying about Matip and Gomez, mate. That's why we need another centre back. Because I think yeah. it's fine to have one of them, maybe as like your backup. You know, even if both of them are backup, but you need, especially as centre as a centre back partnership, you need consistency. Uh, um, yeah, but speaking about the Europa League, I know it's, it's shit that we're back in back in the Europa League, but it'll be nice to see some of the younger players play. Um, we've got a few injuries for tomorrow night. Um, recording this on Wednesday, it'll probably go out after the game. But I think uh, Ollie had a press conference today, and we're missing Van der Beek, which is annoying for him because that would have been a good game for him to get get some minutes. Um, Martial could be out, um, Cavani's out, or Pogba's obviously out, so. It, we are going to have to play some of the younger players, I think. Should be good to see because there's um, obviously the lad Diallo who we signed in January. It's going to be I an exciting God, player. I, I mean, I'm very good friends outside of this with two United fans, and they won't shut up about him. Yeah, like, I've, is he actually decent. I mean, he must be. Yeah, I, that's the thing I'll say. I've seen him, obviously, seen him in under 23 games, but that isn't always the best barometer. Yeah. He has got assists and goals scored in his debut against Liverpool, funnily enough. Um, little Penenka penalty, and and he scored another. I think he scored twice as well. Set up a couple, and he done the same in the next game. So he's obviously a good player. And the fact that we've spent thirty mil on a player that's played five games, five senior that's games, true. he's obviously like. There's no way we've done that without there being a serious sort of faith in him being a, a quality player. So it'll be exciting to see him. There's also, um, I mean, if he gets the chance, though, isn't it really? I think he will. That, that's what Ollie was saying in the press conference. He's, he's travelled with the Europa League squad. Chances are he could get a game with all the injuries as well, and Alex just said, "Like, look, this is—he's the best at the best club in the world for it because we're always playing academy players." Um, there's that stat about there being an academy player in the squad for the last however many years, and um, yeah, I think I think it, it I think he's he's got to be like bedded in slowly. He's still obviously very young, and you can't knock his confidence early on if he comes in. You play him too early, he has a shocker. That could be it, you know, the way football is. But I think. He, Ollie's the right sort of manager to manage that properly yeah. and not rush players and right. have faith you, in him to do that. One thing that it's slightly off topic this is when you're talking about young players. Um, I feel like you've probably seen it on Twitter a fair bit. I, I've not really uh, mentioned this before to use like, prior to this, so I'd be interested to hear your reactions. The whole uh, debate on who's the best young player in, especially well, in the Premier League, especially, is always between you have Saka, Greenwood, you know, Martinelli and obviously Phil Foden. Do you think Phil Foden's at a mile clear of that now? Um, he, I think his performance against Liverpool maybe just pushed him ahead. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think, think it's the consistency. Yeah, against Saka. 
Yeah, and the consistency thing. Yeah, I think Phil is Phil Foden is pretty regularly plays well. I think the thing with young players is it, this is the thing that annoys me on football Twitter is it's so much flip flopping. It's literally someone has oh, a good game and it's like, oh, Saka's the best best young player in the league. It flops the other way and Hudson Odoi plays well and Tuchel comes in. It's oh, Hudson Odoi is the best manager in the league. It's just so reactionary. But I think over over the course of the last couple of seasons, I think Foden. I'd well, say my uh, my question is then. Would you now put Curtis Jones into that bracket alongside like likes of Greenwood, Martinelli? I think maybe Saka's above those three just because he's yeah. consistently playing. But like, put, let's put, put them in order. Jones let's put all five in order. <sighs> okay, well, I mean, Phil Foden's at the top very clearly. Yeah. There's only like a handful of players that are better at better than him under the age of twenty-one. So who yeah, who, who else have we got? Saka, um, Saka, Martinelli, Greenwood, Greenwood. Hudson Odoi, Curtis Jones. Is there any anyone else you'd add into that? Troy Part. Joe, he was the first one that came to mind. Well. Reese Williams. Good fuck off. <laughs> Don't piss me off. Um, um, I'm just thinking. Is there anyone else? Or are we? Joe, you know let's go with them. Let, let's go with them five then. Yeah. On there. What would you say, Ollie? Second. I'm Tom. Saka for me. <laughs> Greenwood. Yeah, I'll put Saka above Greenwood. Just because he's played, he's been better this season consistently than Greenwood has. But that's not to say Greenwood won't come back and sort of outdo him in the second half of the season. Yeah, I think Greenwood third. Okay. Yeah. I don't think any of the others come close to what he's done. Yeah, no. Nah, sort of potentially he's shown. Um, I think Callum Hudson or Dwight Jones is close. Um, I'd say Martinelli uh, would be up there. Just we haven't seen up much of him. Obviously, with injuries. Yeah, it's all part of it, though, isn't it? Extent, say, right? Hudson Odoi had a bad injury, I think. I think yeah, he was out he for a while. Did his Achilles, didn't he? Mm. I don't know. Because he was uh, going to be at Bayern Munich, wasn't he? That, not too long ago. And then... They're tricky, them three. I'd say maybe... I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. On current form, like right of this second, I'd say maybe Jones, then Hudson Odoi, then Martinelli. Do you know what? I think mine would probably be near enough the same order, to be honest. I'd, I'd actually agree with you. Ryan? Ryan? Is he gone? Oh, I was lagging. But yeah, <laughs> for me, it would be it'd be the same, but I'd probably have I don't know, either Martinelli or Curtis Jones at the moment, but I'd probably have Hudson Odoi at the bottom. At the bottom, really? Okay, okay. And the other uh, last yeah, thing I want to controversial is, is um, out of those six, I, I'm, I, I'm going to stay out of those five because I'm discounting Phil Foden because I feel like he has, like, yeah, he's levels above. He's kind of left that conversation. I think he's like just a well established, good player. At I think, this point. I think to have a performance like he did in a big game, that's a massive, yeah, a massive like boost. To, to, and uh, that's backing up the consistency shown this season. Yeah. Kind of, I think that game really put him up. But anyway, out of those, who do you think is got has got like, the biggest potential? Like, who do you think will end up being like the best player out of those five then? Saka. I, I want to say Greenwood. I think See, I'm the... torn, you know. I, I, I'm between Martinelli and... Uh, Martinelli? I like yeah. Martinelli, you know. I don't know. Uh, when I, the, the times he's played, obviously he's had this injury, but I feel like he's just... He, there's something about him, I don't know what it is. 
Greenwood oh, between... from a technical standpoint is ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just the two-footedness and the sort of just ability to play to, uh, across the front three. Just needs to stop being a wild, wild boy, to be honest. <laughs> I think you, the fucking the, <laughs> the media need to fucking lay off the kid. The poor lad. He's, had, he's a summit every other week coming out about him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, uh, he needs to remember he's a role model. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to remember. Yeah, he's... Do you know what? Part of me doesn't mind it because at the end of the day, football players aren't robots. You know, like it's. I feel like he's doing what every other 19-year-old kid would be doing. Yeah. I don't even think half the stuff's maybe, even maybe true. Maybe a bit more so. Maybe, maybe a bit more so than what most 19-year-old kids are doing, but, you know. Yeah, I don't um, remember shagging any trannies when I was 19. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like It's just made-up stuff like that. It's literally just dra- dragging his name through the mud. Just... It was a boring time in Ireland, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> Only shagging those from the world. But, yeah, uh, is there any other bits of footy news? Um, not really. The only fun. thing that... Um, Happened last night yeah. was that referee headbutt thing. Yeah, did, you, did you see that at all? Well, yeah, I watched the video. I, I think I it's just on the borderline, I think, because obviously everyone bums over that. Um, what was the Italian um, referee yeah, called? Luigi Collina. Yeah, everyone bums over him for how he stood his ground as a referee and stuff. And I, I almost don't there's mind it. There's a difference, though. No, there's a difference. Yeah, that's what I mean. Standing your ground and starting on someone. Yeah, like if he, I think if he, he oh. didn't, he's sort of gone towards him yeah. rather than just standing his ground. Do you know what it ground? reminds me of? Do you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember maybe was it last season, maybe a couple of seasons ago, where that French league ref tripped someone PSG up and not for it? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> Have you seen Jack Grealish's tweet about it? No, no. He just came out and he was like, ah, oh, come on, no need to apologise at all. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I mean. It's the amount of shit referees get. I mean, fair enough. Like, they, they've probably had worse <laughs> than that happen to them. Like, Should have given a wee slap. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at it and I think, you're in a position of, like, you're meant to ha- carry yourself a certain way. And I, I, I don't know, it just doesn't come across very well. Like, I would be very surprised if he doesn't get severely... Punish for it by yeah. whatever board he's To be fair, thinking about it, I can't imagine Jake on the touchline being too happy seeing his referee go, go ahead <laughs> him of those I mean, I mean that'd be a bit different. Like you know, there's a bit of a difference between starting on a, like a, a fully Give grown man, like, you know, <laughs> and you know, like headbutting a 13 year old. Like there's a bit of a difference. But... <laughs> Albeit some of them really have been bad. How 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 is your team doing this season? Um, honestly, it's the the whole coronavirus lockdown thing has been very very like difficult just because it's been so stop start. You know, we've um at the start of the season we were probably looking in terms like looking at the teams we were playing against from last season, the ones that have come down. We were probably looking at to be like, one of the better teams in our league and probably go up a division, but. We then lost about five or six players in the space of two months. Injuries. Who's Barrera so, for problem? You lose Van Dyke. Ba- no, no, lose just, Van Dyke. <laughs> no, no, just players wanting to leave in that for Ooh. different reasons. Because of the management. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not even. They were just. Because you can I bet you a few of the lads are sick of getting, for seeing lad getting pegged over and over. Because <laughs> the manager likes him. <laughs> that centre mid. <laughs> Can't yeah. defend. Hey. <laughs> All I'm saying, if there's if, if he's listening, I do I know he has listened to the podcast before. You know who you are. You you do play every week, and you're absolutely boss, and you deserve it. But uh, 
<laughs> but that yeah. eight on sentiment, to be fair, he's like he's a very good player. But um, now, nah, I mean, the weirdest thing now is we're having to do like Zoom sessions. So that that's an interesting one. What well, we just do kick ups on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like you. Well, there's not a lot you can do, but it's just uh, bits of ball work and you know uh, fitness and stuff. So it's 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 different. But yeah. <laughs> Anyway, the, the forty to go back and actually yeah, to yeah, again me too. This is shit. Me too. Retweet on that. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, predictions, Ryan. Are we are we looking for that? Um, we had a shade week last <laughs> oh, really? week. Ali got zero points. I got one, and Jake extended the lead with two. Oh. <laughs> big big hitters this week. <laughs> what, what games did we predict last week? Oh, this um, is that the City game and all that? Like, I think did we predict two Liverpool games. Arsenal against Liverpool. Arsenal against United, sorry. Then Leicester, Leeds, obviously Leeds caused an upset. Spurs versus Liverpool. Uh, Brighton against Spurs and West Ham against Liverpool. But yeah, Jake, Jake predicted two Liverpool wins, to be fair. And Augie t- predicted two Liverpool losses, surprisingly <laughs> enough. Is, is that the only reason why I've gotten points this week? Yeah, literally. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Agenda and inshallah, we love it. We <laughs> love it. Come on. Right, but this week we have a good set of fixtures. Okay. Go on then, let's, uh, let's hear them. Well, probably for most underwhelming out of five, Southampton against Chelsea, but even still, I'm, I'm going to tune in for this game. We've also won Wolves against Leeds, which is none of the predictions, but that's a good game in itself. Is it though? Wolves, oh, have, been, been, Wolves have been yeah, a bit boring recently. Yeah. But it'll be a good, a good short. I suppose with, with them and Leeds. Yeah, I suppose with Leeds, they can sort of I mean, open yeah, the game I mean, up. Leeds are box office, to be fair. But so, what's the game we're actually predicting right now? Southampton, uh, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, um, Shade form. Southampton are in. I'm going to say yeah. One nil Southampton. I'm going to bounce. Oh, back. is Danny Ings fit? Yeah. Yeah, he scored it for her day, didn't he? Yeah, I'm going to say. Uh, 2-1 Chelsea Okay, I've pre-written so I'm not copying anyone but I'm 2-0 Chelsea Alright, I mean, next up copying me anyway <laughs> <laughs> Just disclaimer for the next one <laughs> Fucking West Ham against Spurs That's a good game That's Ooh. a really good game really Must game. win for Mourinho really that, isn't it? Um, so, I'm gonna go I'd say this is fixture of a uh, week I'm going to go 2-2 Ah well, See, this is what I mean. I've went for 2 2. Well, this is why I was just trying to say, can I go first? Because I was going to go for 2 2. Oh. <laughs> we can all go for the same, it's alright. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to change to 1 1. <laughs> <laughs> you baller. Back your, back, back your original statements. Next. It's too late. I've wrote it down 1 1. Okay, then we've got United against Newcastle. 3 0 United. Not 1 for 2 Back of a bang. I'm going to go for 1-1. <laughs> oh, please, no. I can't go through another game like that. <laughs> then we've got Arsenal against City. Um, I'm going to say 1-1. I think that gets a point against the, the master. Arsenal against City. Um, That's another one more out of hope than expectation. I, I think 3-0. Uh, City. 
I've went for 2-1 City. And then finally, it's Merseyside Derby. 2-1 Heaven. <laughs> Back in to score two goals like Calvin Lewin, you're brave. Yeah, Gilfie Sigurdsson, false nine. <laughs> <laughs> He's an absolute bagsman. Oh, um, Josh King. Josh King can put a shift in. He's going to be so annoying. He's just one of them players that just runs all day. I um, forgot he'd want Everton. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 Liverpool. I've won for 2-1 Liverpool. I pray. With a TIW yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your rogue shell? Because I don't think that's rogue enough, to be honest. Yeah, right enough. <laughs> We need to do a rogue shout, don't we? Joe, you know what? Okay. Honestly, Joe, you know Baddy, he's honestly worse than Lucas Lever for picking up Buckingham, and he was fucking terrible. Surely it's a matter of time before he gets sent off. Oh, yeah, go on, you know what? Then. That's yeah, gonna be. Ah, you know, oh, you, you know you've stolen mine. You've literally stolen mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to put that one down because I'll, I'll really enjoy uh, that. Well, All right, fair Thiago enough. Really, really go out there and say he gets sent off for a tackle on Richardson. No, nah, it's too far. Hey, you'll probably, you'll pro- he'll, hey, if it happens, <laughs> no, nah, he'd probably do it getting outpaced by Sigurdsson or something, <laughs> or like spun by Jordan Pickford. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Wait, so is that your road child? Is it? Yeah. Get sent off. Yeah. What about you, Ray? I'm going to go for a, a left wing one. Uh, I'm going to go for a major VAR incident in the Southampton Chelsea game. <laughs> what counts as a major incident? <laughs> I feel like that's um, not that rogue. I feel like that's just. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, like, I like that. I like, I like, <laughs> I like, I like okay. you have it. Um, major counts you know, if I... you're chatting about it more than three minutes on much of a day. <laughs> Does it count if Jamie Carragher says there more I'm going to go with Ozan Kabak scores his first goal for Liverpool. That's very rogue. It is. I'm, I'm backing him. He's a big. He's a big fella. Get his head on a corner. Not with Big Ben Godfrey back there. And Yeri Mina. It's more if it's more if Trent can clear the first man. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Lost forty, lost possession forty-five times against Leicester. Right? Eh, he looks like he's turned it around. To be honest, he looked, he's yeah, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Wambasaka would have put more crosses on people's heads in that game. To be fair, Wambasaka does get a lot of points for you know looking like he's defending really well. Like, he does get, he does clean up on that. Well, yeah, he pocketed um, Mbappe better than anyone Barcelona did last night. Barcelona is finished. Yeah, Sorry, pretty... uh, just before we end, can we just address how bad they are? Yeah, they're a bit of a oh mess, to word. be honest. Do you know they still owe more money to Falcon? <laughs> I forgot he even went to them. Yeah, he, he's left the club now. I think he's in a... He's he's Zenit. Zenit, yeah. Zenit, they yeah. owe money for him still. Like, I swear they haven't paid his transfer. Oh, yeah, they're in so much debt. Don't they owe Liverpool a few they, million they if Coutinho reaches a certain amount like, of no, appearances? Few, it's like 20 million. <laughs> but then they they offers like some more on top. No, if it's, they... but it's it's if he makes seven more appearances or something in the league, so he's come back from injury and they won't play him now. Is that actually true? I heard that, but apparently, I thought like yeah. it's gonna be exaggerated. But if that's nah, true, that's mental. Apparently. Honestly, do you know what it is? It's the fact that they 
like they are paying one player a million pounds a week. How could you expect that to be sustainable? Unless you are winning like league titles, Champions Leagues, cups, and like getting a ton of money from investors, it's you, never going to be sustainable. You think Messi could leave? <laughs> oh yeah, I think yeah. he's gone. First time. PSG. Unless, PSG. I unless, think. I think City. Yeah. And I I think for everyone. It's that, crazy to think next time we go Barcelona, Espanol is going to be the biggest club. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just looking at it and think, what, look at what Pep's doing with Gundogan in the false now. <laughs> yeah, but I think <laughs> like, I don't know. I think he he, I, he he'd like the idea of going and playing with Mbappe, Neymar. He can sort of stat pad in league on, and that's the chance of winning yeah. the Champions League. Potentially, I mean, I feel like he's got more. Of, a chance going yeah, to City winning it. Well, I don't know. They, they never get past the quarters, do they? I feel like it'd be a bigger they? achievement going to... Yeah, I feel like he'd, it'd be a bigger achievement going and winning it with City than yeah. he'd PSG. Has he got the balls of balls of someone like Ronaldo no, to do I, I don't see it. I don't see him coming to City. Not, at this, stage to... In his, not at this stage in his career. I think it's too late. Um, for football, yes. But in terms of... what I mean. It's a big own... debate of one side of argument you want to see him for best player ever. Comfortive uh, league. We all time, do, just we all watch. Mean. Like, does he yeah, really want to come to England and get booted around by James Tarkovsky and Ben Mee at Burnley <laughs> on a Tuesday? That is, li- that is crazy. If I was literally the first name that popped into my head, <laughs> nah. If David Silva can do it, then Lionel Messi can do it. Like, it, I don't believe in all that shit. Of I can't do it on a wet Thursday night. <laughs> no, but I think the the Premier League is a lot more physical than what it would be if he went to League One. True, but then he slaps every single team he plays from England in the Champions League. So I can't wait to see him come up against Burnley away on Boxing Day. <laughs> I just look at it, Ben Me and look at it thinking, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Not seen one of those before. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, we'll wrap it up. Um, we had a bit of a, a good little rant today. Got a lot off our chest. Um, didn't think they'd be as spicy that one, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, anything else? <laughs> well, Let's leave with one last quiz. I've just actually just thought of us, mate. Right. So, usually takes like two to three weeks for us next to do the podcast. For an extra three points, let's all guess how many bookings we think Tiago will book, pick up in the space between <laughs> the next games? podcast. How many games? But before, the, before the next podcast. I know that, that yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. We don't know when it's going to be. So, um, no, but how, like, I'm going to say five. Oh. No, 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 that's too many. Four, no, four, four. I would say two. Ooh. I'll be lady with him. Do you know what? I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna say two because part of me thinks he's gonna get sent off, and those will be his two bookings, and he won't play. He might get left out of the team for a bit after that. Yeah, <laughs> true. Potentially, but well, anyway. I don't want to be able to see him as you, so I'm gonna change mine to three. There you go. <laughs> anyway, um, keep an eye on. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll wrap things up. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far. Um, and we'll probably be back in around two, three weeks for another, for another ding dong about Thiago, hopefully, or United being back in the title race. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else anyone wants to say, or are we done? <laughs> I think we're done. That sounds done. Right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, follow us uh, at Two Reds One Devil on Twitter, and yeah, see you next time. Bye. See you. Peace.